Welcome to Maryland Transit Times, powered by the Maryland Transit Administration. I'm Joanna Campbell for Maryland Transit Times. The launch of Governor Larry Hogan's Baltimore Link is less than a month away, and today I'm at MTA headquarters with MDOT MTA Administrator and CEO Paul Comfort. Mr. Comfort, with the countdown to Baltimore Link's launch on for June 18th, for listeners who don't know, what is Baltimore Link? Baltimore Link is basically a comprehensive reimagination of how transit works in Baltimore. Traditionally, Baltimore has been a bus town. A quarter million people out of our 380,000 riders a day ride bus. We want to help them get off the bus and get into our other rail modes. We have an extensive rail system here between Mark commuter train and a light rail system and a metro system. Not every city has three different rail modes. And so Baltimore Link is designed to link people to rail as well as to jobs and opportunities and to itself. That's something I think that maybe isn't appreciated as much because we've been talking so much about bus, but the routes have been redesigned to get people to where the jobs are today and to get them to the other rail modes. How are you feeling about the MDOT MTA launch of Baltimore Link? What I'm concerned about is on the day we make the change, Mr. Smith is going to be standing out waiting for the 8 bus, and now it's not called the 8 anymore. And so that's why we're in a massive public education campaign to make sure they know about it. We've got info buses. We've got street teams. We have 30 people moving around the city all day, every day. Before then, we've got brochure racks in every bus. But we're also going to have all of our employees who aren't essential employees out in the field as ambassadors for the first few days at the bus stops, communicating to people so that they make sure that they can take advantage of the great new service that Baltimore Link will bring. What are some of the benefits riders can expect from the updated transit system? The one I wanted to talk about today was congestion relief. Transit plays a big part in reducing congestion, and uh, the way we do it is you get people out of their car and into the bus or onto the train. The reason that ridership has been declining over the last five years, I believe, is that the system didn't work that well. The Baltimore City transit system was disconnected and broke. And this is a chance for us to fix it and to reconnect it. Well, with the Baltimore-Washington corridor ranking so high on these lists for having some of the worst congestion in the nation, what will MDOT MTA be doing with Baltimore Link to help with that crowding on the area roadways? Not a lot of people realize that Baltimore is ranked as the fifth most congested city in America. And yet our routes have never been updated to reflect the new travel patterns. I can think of three things right off the top of my head that I think are ways that we're going to help reduce congestion. One is we have 750 buses in our fleet, and we run about 560 and 575 buses at peak periods of the day. Most of them are on the downtown roads in the central business district. So to be honest with you, MTA buses under the current route structure are contributing in many ways to the congestion that's here. For instance, we're sitting at the William Donald Schaefer Tower today, and right outside of our building, building on Baltimore Street, there are 800 buses a day that go by this building. I can look out my window sometimes and see five buses within my view because they're all jammed up together. Routes have been added sometimes haphazardly, in my opinion, or stops have been added haphazardly over the past so many years, and it's created a mishmash for a system. And the routes are not timed out effectively. They're not designed effectively. There's a lot of thought that went into making sure the routes are timed and the buses are spaced so that we don't have congestion. And we're also opening up the grid in downtown Baltimore. Most of the buses travel on the four downtown streets, Pratt, Lombard, Baltimore and Fayette. They're jammed with buses and we have now opened up the grid all the way up to North Avenue so that buses
buses can travel on more streets in the downtown area. That's one way we're going to reduce congestion, reducing the number of buses on streets like Baltimore Street. The number two is, in order to get people out of their cars and into buses, we have to make it efficient for them. We have to make it reliable. I can't tell you how many people have told me, Paul, your buses don't come on time. And they're right. Our on-time performance is not where it needs to be. We've made dramatic improvements over the last two years, but we need to be more reliable. Making the system reliable and efficient through the infrastructure improvements that the city is doing with us, such as bus-only lanes, letting the buses get through efficiently, such as transit signal priority, the hubs we're doing, all the other things we're doing on infrastructure. That's a great way to make the system more more reliable, more efficient, so people will get out of their cars and get into transit. And the third way is options. Not only is the city adding a bunch of bike share docks all over, and we're taking about a dozen of them at our transit centers, we've added 86 bike racks to all of our major hubs in the city, in the county, and also to all of our train stations, light rail, metro, and mark stations, where they can fit them. And so now people have an option. They don't even have to get in their car to drive to the mark station or get in their car to drive to the subway station where they can park their car. Now you can just ride your bike there. So we have thousands and thousands of people that ride every day from Baltimore down to D.C. If I can just get a few thousand of those cars off the road and get them to either use the CityLink routes or bike share over to the train station, that will help reduce congestion. I've noticed some buses marked CityLink. Can you tell me a little bit more about them? The cool thing about CityLink is that's our high-frequency service. Not only is it awesome for people because they don't need a schedule, they just stand out there and a bus comes every 10 to 15 minutes all day long. But all those routes connect to light rail. All of those routes connect to the subway. That's never happened before. More than half of these new CityLink routes will connect in with the mark stations. So again, getting on the bus and taking that option instead of riding your car over there helps reduce congestion. So Baltimore Link is designed not just to get people efficiently and reliably where they want to go, but also to reduce the congestion in downtown Baltimore. Where can listeners find out more information about Baltimore Link? BaltimoreLink.com. And if you want to try out, hey, which route do I get to get to the Mark Station? That's the perfect place to go. We've got our trip planner on there where you just put in your origin and your destination. And it will tell you under the current system and under the new system, which launches June 18th, which routes to take to get to the train stations. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Joanna. I'm Joanna Campbell for Maryland Transit Times.